What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? You know, we want to talk about today on our podcast um, something that we keep hearing in uh, the media, especially the right wing media, anybody that's, you know, related to the right wing of white supremacy and their collaborators. So to keep using some terms, definitely out of place. And you, you, you know, we always back in the day would change the language real quick. It used to be, if you heard them folks using terminology that we would use, we knew it was played out. We knew we didn't want to say the same words they were saying. So we will switch it up real quick. Unfortunately today, that's not done. Um, to switch up the language real quick as you know, it should be switched up when you start hearing them say certain things. And, and even today they're saying things that's so outdated, so, so outdated. So you keep hearing the terms from the right wing of white supremacy and their cohorts, uh, cancel culture and black folks didn't come up with that terminology at all. We never, we didn't never say cancel culture. We say, Oh no, you canceling them. You know, in other words, uh, we, we ain't messing with you no more. It's just, it's just that simple because of what you, you know, done. I mean, black folks have been doing that forever. Like you just really violate, you know, what, how, what some black people feel. Then we say, nah, we done with you. We, you know, that's it. You know, they call it, nah, you cancel. That's it. They, it was never called no cancel culture. That comes from the right wing, um, think tanks for sure of white supremacy. Then you hearing them saying words like, oh, uh, the woke left and woke this and woke that black folks don't even use that terminology. I don't hear black folks walking around saying I'm woke, I'm this, I'm that. The reason why you really don't want to say it now is because you're definitely hearing people like Donald Trump and all his ilk using that term. Why in the hell do you want to use it when, when you know, you got, you know, grandpas like Donald Trump sitting up here using that kind of terminology all the time. And, you know, unfortunately people today don't have their own minds. You know, they like to be told what to think and what to say, unfortunately, but this quote unquote cancer culture didn't become a problem until the wrong people became canceled. Now let's go to a recent incident, which was be some years ago, but we're going to go down this little, you know, journey here. Now let's talk about Colin Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick, as you know, um, played in the NFL, Colin Kaepernick never had no issues or problems with the NFL white supremacist structure because it is white supremacist. And, and I taught you about white supremacy, at least with how we define a white supremacist is a difference between a white supremacist and a white supremacist extremist, totally different. Um, in the uh, mainstream corporate, you know, white media, they like to define a white supremacist as a proud boy, a neo-Nazi, a, January the sixer, right? Um, but no, that's white supremacist extremists. White supremacists are those who believe that white people need to be in domination and control of all, you know, things in America and everyone else need to be subjected to them. Um, they don't believe in equality. They don't believe in fairness. They don't believe in any of that. That is a white supremacist. And I told you it's more white supremacists walking around than white supremacist extremists. White supremacists support uh, those in silence a lot of times, the white supremacist extremists, okay? So with that being said, when I say the white supremacist power structure in the NFL, 
they just want you to have this attitude that, you know, as Laura Ingram told LeBron James to shut up and dribble or shut up and run a football, shut up and catch a football, you know, shut up and throw a football, whatever. They, they don't want you to say nothing if you are a black man. So you know the story of Colin Kaepernick. He started at first to sit down during the national anthem um, because he starts seeing all the issues and problems with uh, the state-sanctioned genocide by the race soldiers against black people. He spoke to a um, a Caucasian uh, veteran, said, well, it would be better and more respectful just to take a knee. So Colin Kaepernick, after having that conversation with this veteran, he started taking a knee. And that became a problem um, to the white supremacists, you know, in the media and to those in the NFL power structure. And then at the time period, of course, Donald Trump was the president. He started making that all political, talking about saying it's the flag. You know, you're the whole president of the United States. And you said they're worried about what Colin Kaepernick is doing instead of worrying about the country. But, you know, that's the childish you know, behavior that you had out of a man that should be way past childishness. So he stirred up his people. He pressured NFL owners um, to, you know, basically cancel Colin Kaepernick. Well, he couldn't get back in the league. No owner would touch him or anything like that uh, because all they was afraid of uh, Trump and his people, and they didn't want that kind of backlash from them. And they say, "Oh, well, they the ones that buying the tickets, so we don't want those issues and problems." So Colin Kaepernick was what you would, what they used to call being blackballed. Okay, listen to the terminology, blackballed. This is what they would say. How many of you know people that even in, you know, the workforce that you know has spoken up against um, injustice or just what's wrong, and then they get mad and they blackball them? We know that terminology, oh, this person got blackballed, that person got blackballed. So the term blackball really is, the, you know, they the, they the ones that canceled people first, not black folk. Now, listen, we would do it amongst each other. But now all of a sudden this blackballing or this cancel culture, as they like to call it now, is a problem. See, it, it wasn't a problem when Colin Kaepernick was, quote unquote, canceled by uh, white supremacist society. Understand what I'm saying? That all of a sudden that, that wasn't a problem. That's okay. But all of a sudden, when people like Sharon Osbourne lose her job, cancer culture is a problem. When um, Donald Trump is removed from Facebook, Instagram, uh, anywhere else, all of a sudden, cancer culture is a problem. Anybody who's out here being racist towards somebody, cancel culture all of a sudden is a problem. Oh, it's a big problem. This isn't right. It's so un-American and, and people don't get due process and, and, and people don't have rights anymore because of this quote unquote cancel culture. Well, you goofy bastards, you the one created it. See, it was fine when it were black folks you was doing it to or anybody else you chose to do it to. You have ruined many people's careers. You have caused people to go to depression because they worked all their whole life for their careers or their businesses. And because of you and because what you wanted to do, you sat here and quote unquote at the time blackballed them. And there was no problem. We didn't hear nothing in, in the, the rights of wing uh, of, of white supremacist media about can, uh, canceling and blackballing being a problem then. 
Let me tell you something. See, the, the issue that you got now is, see, true equality is starting to happen in America and you're not liking it. See, because you have been told that white supremacy is the law of the land and that's supposed to be for anybody else that you deem those who you want to take away their business and their career and anybody that you chose in your power system. See, I believe what you guys on the right wing is calling cancel culture. I, I view that as equality. It is equality. Finally for you to be held accountable for your actions. So you know what? It's time for you to lose your job a little bit. It's time for you to lose your business, your political position, your reputation. Now you starting to starting a little bit feel how black folks are feeling. You say now, Oh, we can't even say nothing. Just like black folk. We can't say nothing either because if we say something, you piss you off. And then now we're going to lose our jobs, lose this, lose that. You understand? And in, in, in Hollywood, you pull that stunt in the music industry. You pull that stunt anywhere that you control. You have been doing this to black folks for a long time. So don't get mad when you have to lay in the bed that you created. Why are you mad for? Come on now. This is, this is the equality America is heading to. And you know what? I love it. Let me tell you something. I told you many times before about white supremacy. Equality is oppression to white supremacy. Okay. I'm gonna repeat that again. Equality is oppression to them because they feel they should not be on no equal playing field with you in anything. They don't want to compete on an equal playing field. They don't want any laws to be equal. They don't want um, resources to be equal. They don't want power to be shared equally. That's not the way it's supposed to work in white supremacy. You understand that? It's supposed to be unfair advantage that I did not earn. See, you know, the time is starting to come closer and closer and closer that you can't be mediocre anymore. You have to actually compete. Because see, if you look at history, you can study many groups, whether it's, it's us as black people, when we got on an equal playing field with them, even in uh, reconstruction for a lot of you know parts, how we kicked butt and dominated in business and did what we had to do because we had all the skills. They got mad about that. And then that's when they wanted the, you know, comp the great compromise where they wanted to get all the federal troops out of the South. So you can go terrorizing black folks and instituting, you know, Jim Crow laws and all of that because they couldn't compete with black people. You look in the West coast around the same time period, they couldn't compete with the Chinese that was coming in there crying and complaining that, yo, know, they taking all the jobs they doing. It's the same thing they, they're doing now. They never want to compete for anything. So when you have a system that was built off of mediocrity, at least on you, that you don't have to be the best of the best. You could just show up and get something that people go to school for, or people have to be exceptional for. See, beyond with you, the way the system of white supremacy works is actually horrible for their own, because they're going to leave them in a in position where they're going to be destitute. Because when you are competing with people that who are going to school, let me, let me, let me talk about this going to school too. Don't let people say about black American people, no matter where they come from, well, black Americans, they don't really value education. They don't really value working hard. Man, F that and F you. If, you, if anybody in our community accept that crap and you actually even argue with somebody with that crap, 
You a fool and a half, not them, you. You don't even know your own people. Most black people that I know and most of you that know other brothers and sisters in the community, what's the first thing they say? If they don't have it about their children, yeah, I want to give my children a good education. Black people have always valued education. Black people have literally died for education, literally. Part of the mantra of the civil rights movement was education because we understand that being ignorant is not cutting it. We most black folks know that education is the way out of a lot of things. Uh, educated people can't be controlled. This is why this so-called wicked education system here in this country, in that public school system, is why they make sure to dumb down everybody. Because the more dumb your population is, the easier you can control them. See, they, the only thing they don't like today is that you have the Internet and you can just about educate yourself on anything. As I told many of you before when it comes to education, I learned more outside of any kind of institution than I learned in it. And I feel it was a waste of my time getting up, going to school all day to learn nothing. Going to school to learn learn a, a I mean, a wicked, a wicked version of history that you said they lied. You lied to me. You lied to white folk. You lied to Hispanics. You lied to everybody else in my school, Asians. You lied to us all. You didn't teach us crap. Didn't and You taught us things that we're not even using half of the time. You know, my attitude about certain things, even in math, like why, why, in, the, why in the world I sat there all that time with chemistry, algebra, unless I was going in those fields for some reason, why, why am I learning that? You know, the only thing I really use in my life, my whole life, it's the simple addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division. That's the, I didn't use, that's the only thing that I, I mostly use my whole life. Nobody go through all those, all that extra math, all, the history, you're lying about the history. You know, you don't really tell the truth about the government, how things were set up. You know, you don't tell, you never taught about reconstruction and really taught about it the real way. You never taught about, you know, how, you know, and why black folks at first were Republicans and, and how that happened. You didn't talk about how it switched from Republicans to Democrats because of the great compromise. You didn't, you didn't teach anything. You didn't teach anything. And you still don't teach anything now. Thank God we got the internet. But don't let nobody tell you black Americans don't value education, don't value hard work. Another thing about this hard work conversation, too. We became lazy when we stopped being slaves. I'm going to repeat that again. We became lazy when we stopped being slaves, when we stopped working for free, when we say, hey, you need to pay me for my labor. That's all of a sudden we became lazy. And, and they look at it like this. Even if, if, let's say if that was true, that black Americans didn't value hard work and education. Why does it bother you that, you know what that means to me? Cool. That's some less people I got to try to get, uh, compete with to get a job or education. I don't care less who don't get education, but that that's used as a white supremacist trope. And then you have, unfortunately, other people come in here and even other people that look like us come in here and say black Americans don't value hard work and education, man. Ain't no more. There's more black Americans in this country than immigrant groups. Let's call that what it is, okay? We, and I'm talking about citizens. And black people, is more black folks that has college educations than those in prison. Black women, American women, have uh, more college degrees than any other woman uh, in, in this country. What the hell are you talking about? Black folks value entrepreneurship. Black folks, oh, black people don't value family. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Well, because a single parent and reading the community, you don't value family. They don't mean nothing. They got people that just don't believe in marriage sometimes. And beyond with you, 
Look at the laws. Why would you want to get married in, in this wicked system? Let's be honest with you. Um, I know people that have been together 10, 20, 20 years and never got married and they had three, four children. Well, you got a, a woman and a man together, but they never really went on those folks' system to get married, then the woman would be considered a single mother. But yet the dad had been there the whole time. Let me tell you something else. Speaking of marriage, you know, I'm going, I'm going different places for a reason. When you know the marriage license is also was a white supremacist uh, control of who can get married and who not. And the reason why they came up with the marriage license, because people was getting married prior to this marriage license situation. The white supremacists came up with this because they wanted to control who's married. You understand? They wanted to dominate and say who can get married and who not. So when they came up with the marriage a certificate they did it to prevent black people and white people marrying that, that was really what it is so when they came up with that system all the people that was already married their marriages were invalidated and they had to go to uh, them to get a marriage license okay and um some people if they tried to get married they were black and white they say hell no you can get no marriage license because we don't want blacks and whites to marry now today a marriage license doesn't really you know they don't Today, tell you, oh, no, you can't get married to this person because you're the wrong race. Uh, today, a marriage license is mostly used for legal purposes, like proof of a marriage, you know, um, just the legal aspect. But that's really where it comes from um, in itself. So black folks, even in this system, you know, they're still getting married. Yes, they are. You know, they say, oh, the marriage rate is low. Well, have you looked at the conditions in America why marriage rates are low and divorce is high. I mean, this country is the most anti-family environment. That's why it's hard to be married. I mean, you got wicked Jezebel spirits all over the, the, the country. Uh, you know, every time you look up, you, you're looking at half the almost softcore porn on Instagram and anywhere else. And, 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 you know, you got your music artists looking like porn stars now. And I mean, it, it's, it's, it's not conducive, you know, it's not conducive. Um, to family at all. You know, you leave these guys, you know, it's, it's okay to, you know, to, to walk around here and sleep with, sleep with thousands of women. And that's okay. Hell, we live in a society today that, you know, you could, uh, as a guy go, go and get bussy and a woman to still get with you. You know, they, they, they got women that validate that. So I said, we live in a wicked, wicked society. So with, with all that being said, um, don't let people, you know, say certain things about us like that. Because it's totally untrue. You got to push back against that. Um, because these same people that's talking about us as a community, um, they got a whole lot of uh, skeletons in their closet, and we definitely can go down those rabbit holes too. Any group that come over here, or even these these uh, Mazungu people, or we, they the last ones I want to hear talking about me or anybody else, all the wickedness they do today. Uh, did y'all hear about that um, congressman? Matt Gates, did you hear about him? That they that the FBI had pictures of him at a, at an orgy with some underage prostitutes, and the underage prostitutes said that you know they 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 was uh fooling around with him. <laughs> you know these people these people like I said, and he was the main one that was against a human trafficking bill. I wonder why. So don't let these people talk crap about you. You know these people. It's the same people that quote unquote start blackballing people. See, they like to pro pro project who they are on us. You understand? So it's like the, all the wickedness and dirt they do constantly, constantly. 
And then they have the nerve to try to say, okay, well, let's blackball this black person for speaking up against racism. Let's blackball this black person for actually being smarter than us because, you know, they're they so threatened by us being smarter than them. Oh, my God, you got to play you got to play dumb, you know, because they get offended and try to try to get rid of you, too, on your job as well. But if we look at, as we said before, you know, all these different people. Um, that's quote unquote, I, I, I love to hear him crying now. I love it. I, I, I get a kick out of it. You know, I just can't say nothing anymore. Any little thing I say is viewed as racist. It's this and that. I say, yeah, it is. Because nine times out of ten, that's what you are. You don't know how not to be nothing else. And it's not happening to everybody. It only happened to those who are being racist. Now, I'm talking about the Sharon Osbourne situation because that's something that everybody paid attention to. Sharon Osbourne. Um, came unglued because it, it, it's quite funny. You have a whole system of white supremacy, but you don't want nobody to call you a racist. I, I just think that's so interesting to me and funny at the same time. You don't call me a racist. Like, well, you come from the UK. First of all, that whole family was built off of slavery. Do you remember the Royal African company? The one that, that really perfected slave trading more than anyone else. They come from the UK, Britain. The British Empire was was huge. All the colonization they did all over the world. Like you, like anybody from Britain, the last one gonna tell me anything about. Um, don't call you a racist when 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 the, the the jewels that your your queen is wearing come from the continent of Africa. All your gold reserves, that's the reason why the U.K. pound is stronger than the dollar. It's backed up by all the gold they stole. A lot of it comes from right there in Ghana, what they used to call the Gold Coast, okay? You can look it up on YouTube and see all the gold they got packed up in there that they stole. And they try to protect it with their life. You understand? Um, these, these people haven't earned and worked hard for anything, yet they want to tell somebody else, you didn't work hard. It, it, isn't, that a, isn't that a trip? They got the nerves to tell black folk, that you lazy and you don't value education when all the education institutions were built off of the hard work of black people. It, isn't that something? Boy, that, that is interesting. But as we get to a world of equality, quote-unquote cancel culture is a beautiful thing. It's beautiful. Um, I look at that as, as, as true equality, uh, finally. Um, we don't want no one to be superior over anybody. That's what Black folks not asking for that. Other groups and what I'm hearing not asking to be superior. All thing people is asking just to be equal. So cancel culture is equality. Don't get mad. It, it, it's just that simple. You started it. You the one started it. You you it was okay to ban Calvin Kaepernick. It was fine. It's okay to ban this person and that person. It was all good about a week ago, but now you getting touched. Now you getting it a little bit. All of a sudden, it's a problem. I don't feel bad for you at all. Matter of fact, you so cold with it. Even after you you come out and say Colin Kaepernick was right, you still don't back off of it. You still keep him out of the NFL. So don't tell us nothing about no cancer culture. What you what you have started and established, that's how it's going to be. So you that way with Colin Kaepernick. That's where everybody need to be with you. Period. Nobody need to fool with you. Uh, you get exposed to your racism or, 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 or evil ways. They need to treat you like Kaepernick. And I have no problem with you being treated that way because you know what? You deserve it. You've been doing this crap for hundreds and hundreds of years to black folk. 
at least black folks just saying, hey, you don't need to have your job or business. Black, you know, y'all sit up there in terms of the white supremacists. Y'all the ones sit up there and you, you kill black folk and, and you, you've maimed us and stole our land and stole our businesses and done all kind of things because you want to, quote, unquote, get rid of us because of something you don't like. So, please, we're we not even on that level. We're not even trying to go that level. But the fact is, you don't like being touched. And um, welcome to a new America. Um, it, it's, it's just um, it's time for equality. And I think this equality is a beautiful thing.